And we're back with the weekly NHSportsPage.com podcast. And this week we're brought to you by our friends at Buffalo Wild Wings with locations in Rochester, Newington, Concord, Nashua, and Manchester. And uh, the winner of one of our games this week, I believe, if it, my sources close to me are, are telling me, Dave Haley, that uh, there may be a viewing party at one of those locations uh, between Spalding and Portsmouth Oyster River. Is, is Can you confirm this? You have Buffalo Wild Wings sources? I, I have sources everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Yes, well, you do spend a lot of time there. Uh, yeah, well, they're going to have a uh, – we do a viewing party every year for a lot of teams. Bedford when they won the football championship, Pembroke and Epping when they won basketball. Um, so the kids – I talked to both head coaches, Kevin Hebert of your Spalding Red Raiders and uh, our good friend Brian Pafford of Fort Oyster River. Um, and the winner of that game is going to have a viewing party at Buffalo Wild Wings hosted by either Newington or Rochester, depending on who wins, next week. So the kids are going to watch the game – uh, the only problem is they're going to have to listen to you call a game for 60 minutes. But uh, other than that, uh, how dare you? Time. And I think a lot of kids listen to headphones these days, and they'll have their earbuds in, and maybe they can listen to something else while you're calling. The game. That's that's undoubtedly what will end up happening. But uh, but yes. Yeah, so well, I, my, so that should be a lot of fun, and it should be a lot of fun for yeah. I, I am. By the way, I am. Wor- I don't want to. I don't want to give it away just yet. But I am working on a very special guest color commentator for that game. Negotiations. Are uh, are well underway, but you know you have to deal with agents and you have to deal with uh, you know the rest of the media. It's a whole thing. So Ari Brakefield doesn't know anything about football. And it is not Ari Brakefield. I can tell you oh, that. Okay. okay. But it was a, a very but, special guest color commentator. All right. I I, I I I along with the world, I await like the the reveal, the big reveal. That should be a fun game. First time we get to see both teams on film this year, and. Uh, uh, it's a really good one. I want to plug the game I'm going to because I know the kids are excited about it, and I just hope people show up because I know they've worked hard. Uh, but London Dairy playing at Pinkerton on Friday night. I'm just hoping people will go support the kids. I and, don't know, man. Uh, Deerfield Fair's in town. I don't think that's going to draw much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's going to be anybody over there. I'm thinking this is um, this is going to be one of the biggest regular season crowds that that I've ever probably seen. Uh, is would be my guess. With, with this one on Friday night, what are your thoughts? Yeah, because Londoners is they got the team right, and, and, but they, that's you know sometimes uh, even when you got the team, there's there's that one team you just can't get past, and that's been uh, Pickerton for the past however many years. So I, this is a good measuring I, stick. I made the analogy in the Thursday column that's up for this point. What I did is I really went through D one and D two at one third of the, as crazy as it sounds, one third of the way through the season and kind of you know broke down the contenders and what we've learned and. I say, you know, I made the analogy, it's the, the Drago to their creed or whatever else. As they, they've got to. Londonderry has to beat Pinkerton. They've got to beat them and get that thing behind them before you really call them a bona fide title contender. I, I do believe that they are. I'm going to pick them to win the game uh, when we get to it. Um, but there's no guarantees. Uh, I already saw a couple staff picks and people are going with Pinkerton. Pinkerton is outstanding, but it should be a, a great game. I texted Jimmy Lozon. Uh, my friend who's the head coach over there at London Dairy told him we were coming, and he said uh, he couldn't on Monday. He wasn't sure who they were playing on Friday, and he wasn't even sure they even. He thought it was a bye week, so he was trying to <laughs> just sort of just uh, kind of joke about how big this one is. And Brian O'Reilly good enough to get the franchise night in the uh, press box Friday nights. So we're excited, and uh, so that's going to be a tremendous football game. Should tremendous be, should be awesome. All right, what do, what do we yeah. have on deck for what a week? Is this week three or week four? Week four, right? Four. Oh my goodness! Yes, yeah, week four. So, Gets late uh, early, I'm right? I'm running away with staff picks, but uh, that's probably because I haven't put Guilford Belmont in the last couple of weeks because they've been playing Plymouth. I probably owe that I should be putting them in. But, uh, no, uh, 
we got a pretty good slate around the state. We got my Division 14 playing your Division 14, so we'll get to that oh. at the end. That's a game I previewed. So as we do every week, uh, again, we're sponsored by our friends uh, and partners at Buffalo Wild Wings. We're going to be doing parties all year long for different teams, girls basketball, football, and boys basketball, uh, having viewing parties at Buffalo Wild Wings all over the state. So we really thank them for being such huge supporters. But, no, let's go down. Let's, um, I got the list in front of me of games. So as we do every week, we're going to kind of pick every game and meander uh, into different conversations and go off the rails once or twice and then try to dial it back in. But before, it. before you get to, uh, before we get to the picks, I know, I know there's, there's something you want from me. You want my picks. I know that's what you want. I know we've had a, a good relationship. It's uh, at times not always been reciprocal. But, uh, you know, before you get my picks, I'm going to need you to do uh, me a favor I need you to investigate Jen Chickruth before we get to that, okay? Can we just the franchise? I need you to investigate her. That's not a quid pro quo, by the way. It's not a quid pro quo, but I need you to investigate her before you get my picks, okay? <laughs> That's all. That's all I'm saying. Not a quid pro quo, by the way. I love when quid pro quo is used <laughs> in that term. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> That's all. We can we, 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 we can just leave it right there. Uh, all right, so let's go. Let's go to, uh, yeah, you've been having fun on your radio show. It's great. It's been a good week for you, right? Indeed. It's been a good week. It has. Indeed. Indeed. All right, so let's go to the picks. Uh, winless Winnicott Warriors. They're a young team uh, at home on Friday night. They're playing Aracumba and the Dover Green Wave, another Seacoast matchup. Um I'm going to go with Winnicott at home. Really? I'm going to go with Winnicott at home. I believe in Ryan Franco. And, and the, they're, they're coming around. They're a young team. Uh, yeah, they, they're winless right now. They've played a, a tough schedule, but uh, and they lost to Spalding last week, which is a big win for Spalding. I'm, I'm going to go with the Warriors this week over Dover. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Dover here just, just because I think they're a little further along. It's a couple of young teams. And, uh, you know, Winnicott certainly has some pieces that are, that are, that are coming up, but uh, – I, 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 do we know the status of uh, of the starting quarterback? Because that, that, I think that'll open up a little more of their offense. But I'm going to go with Dover regardless, just because I think they're a little bit further along in where they want to get to. So, yeah, no, and, and I was just, I was talking to a coach this week, and it seems like we're just there's just been a rash of injuries the last couple of weeks to key players off the states, which stinks. You know, I hate it when the yeah. kids have to miss time with it and stuff like that. But there's been there's been quite a few. Uh, the game that you're going to be covering uh, that we talked about already, Portsmouth is going to be at home. I saw this on, on Twitter against Spalding. I saw this on Twitter. This is Portsmouth's home opener? It, week four? Is it? Oh, my goodness. No, yeah, I th- think about it. They haven't played a home game yet. I thought they played Winnicott at home, or was that a, or where was where was that? No, that was, at, that was in Hampton. Oh, wow. Wow. Week four home opener for, for Russ Wilson and the crew at Portsmouth. And then they and then they immediately they get one home game and they immediately go to Keene as if to say no you can't have too much fun at home, but uh, yeah you're going to be shocked by this Dave I'm going to go with my Spalding High Red Raiders in this one. Sorry, yeah, Melzi. Kevin Hubert. Yep the 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 rebuild job is right on schedule for Spalding football. Would you agree? Yeah no it's it's uh, you know they they got some things to clean up obviously they took uh, they, they took too many penalties last week both teams did it was a, it was a flag fiesta but. Uh, now that they run a fun offense, um, you know the defense plays pretty well. 
Uh, so it's they, they got some playmakers, and they, they get those guys out in space and let them do their thing. So this, I think this is going to be a one-score game either way. Uh, Port- I do too. Portsmouth runs the ball well, but Spalding can, get, at least against Winnicott, they stop the run pretty well. So I, I, it should be a really fun game, and of course I'm taking Spalding because that's that's who I am. It's what I do. It is. Uh, I wrote it, and I said, I think I said it last week's podcast, but it is such a good sign and says a lot about Kevin Hebert and his staff. He's always very quick to point out, like they, they've got a veteran staff over there, that you have seven or eight athletes that didn't play football last year that came out to the team this year. Um, that means there's just a good positive vibe around that program, and so you give credit to the coaches. That's really important, and uh, so good for them. So I was happy to see Spalding get that win last week. Yeah, I saw, I saw Kevin Hebert last night at uh, – uh, open house uh, for at Spalding. He's like, he's like, I think Russo is going to be back. He was. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Russo, yeah. he's like, as good as Russo is on offense, I think he's even better on defense. So he's that. That's a big concern for Spalding. But, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I like the Red Raiders there. Yeah, Max Lillian got hurt for Portsmouth last week, which is a big loss because uh, he's playing really well. But uh, Merrimack is at home. I covered Merrimack uh, last week over at Exeter. Uh, at Exeter, excuse me, uh, and they are going to be hosting Nashua South, so like a, a local rivalry game over there. So Nashua South at Merrimack. Um, I'll go with Kip Jackson's team to bounce back. They, you know, they didn't get blown. I wrote about this. <laughs> so it's brutal. As you know from doing your top ten, it's brutal being your own editor, right? You know, when you put, and, and, and then you go back and read your own column and you see the mistakes you've made, and it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's rough. I, I wrote that uh, playing Exeter last week was the, the very definition of death by a thousand paper cuts. But of course, I wrote death by a thousand paper clips, which I don't know if you can <laughs> die from paper clips. Yeah, is that, I felt real good about that. It's nice laughing at yourself when you read something, right? Yeah, is that better or worse? Uh, either, <laughs> it feels like it would be a lot better. I don't know because with a paper cut, it you know it makes a bigger wound a paper clip it just you know even if you stretch it out so it's like almost like a sword it's still just a tiny little hole I think that would almost take longer but your point yeah. either way your points well taken I, I read it this morning over my first cup of coffee and I just I shook my head and and just you know, when you look at somebody who sounds like an idiot and that idiot is you it's 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 rough we've both been there before we'll be there again but yeah that's what happens when you're on your own editor so anyway <laughs> so that was uh, that was my morning but. Uh, yeah, I like uh, a Merrimack on this one. Yeah, I'll go with Merrimack as well. Uh, I like them to bounce back here. It's a, you know never easy to go to uh, Bill Ball Stadium, so uh, I, I see a bounce back coming up for the uh, for the Tomahawks there. Huge one at Stella Stadium. This is a big one. Uh, Exeter is going to Nashua North, both undefeated. In my opinion, the best team in East Conference. Uh, I've covered both of these teams in person. I was incredibly impressed with both quarterbacks. Curtis Harris for North, Ryan Grijalva for Exeter. By the way, shout out to our boy Grijalva, who is a member Seacoast champ. of the Fighting McIsaac Seacoast That's right. basketball. Seacoast champ. Three-time three Seacoast champ. It is not easy to get 120 kids organized after the game, and our boy Grijalva came through huge for us and took care of us uh, and made sure he had the kids ready for Nicole and I, as uh, as you saw the footage, it, it looked like something out of National Geographic, and you know, it was like Stampeding herd all over poor Nicole Marrero, um, and uh, but it was great to get those kids that Instagram video, fifteen second clips, been viewed over seventeen hundred times, like in less than a week. Um, so I was really impressed with Grahalva's ability to throw the football. And then they got Derek Edmondson, and um, they had a key injury at the end of that game. So I'm hoping it doesn't uh, hurt them. The Lamar kid got hurt at the end. Thomas Lamar 
But uh, I like Exeter. I, 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 I predicted at the beginning of the season Exeter is going to go undefeated in the regular season, and I'm going to stick with it. So I like Exeter in a very good game against National Guard. Yeah, I think this is the first time they're meeting since their overtime playoff game, if I'm not mistaken. Where uh, well, it might, I think you might be right. It yeah. might, it may, I could be wrong on that, but Jake Gould hit a an overtime uh, field goal to win it for for Exeter. Uh, who I think that year they went on to lose seven nothing to Bedford in the finals. But uh, yeah, I, I like Exeter here as well. Uh, they, I, I I agree with you. They you know when when Exeter can run and throw, they're they're they're, they're dangerous anyway. But now they're twice as dangerous. So got to go with the Blue Hawks here. Yeah, uh, BG picked up a really good win last weekend. They beat Portsmouth Oyster River in a very close game. Portsmouth Oyster River is one and two, and they are like four plays away from being three and zero right now. I mean, that's yeah. how close it, their games have been. Um, but BG picked up a really nice win over them last week. Kyle Baker, uh, who was up for our Player of the Week poll, that thing went all the way to midnight because I have to wake myself up at midnight to turn that poll off. And uh, John Willeman won over one hundred and sixty thousand votes. <laughs> it's 36 hours. That seems like a lot, but I don't really follow these things. My goodness. No, that's Yeah. So it's... Willeman won the poll. Kyle Baker's been really good for BG, and uh, I like BG to beat Keen uh, on the road. BG Keen, which used to be a big rivalry game, by the way. Yeah. But I like uh, I like uh, BG. I like, B- I like BG as well. Yeah, this is, for, for some reason, BG always has trouble with Keen, even when maybe they shouldn't. But yeah. but uh, yeah, I think I think BG's got the advantage in this one. Even having to travel to Keene, which is still far, even from Nashua. So my old friend John Lupa used to love. He was the former Keene coach. Pete and I used to have. He was radio gold because Lupa just didn't care. He'd just come on and say whatever he wanted. <laughs> and he was terrific. And uh, I love John Lupa. And uh, he he always used to get BG problems over there with Coach Johnson and all that on those those earlier days. Um, Bedford is at home against Manchester Memorial. Memorial has done a really a lot of good things this season. They broke the streak. They've been more competitive. I'm interested to see if they end up winning the Turkey Bowl this year over Central. I think they're more than capable. I'm saying a lot of really good things about Memorial because I don't think they have any chance to be Bedford at <laughs> Yeah, that, I co-sign that. I'll uh, I'll take the Bulldogs here, and uh, I, I think our next game is going to be a similar kind of situation, right? Yeah, we got Timberlane at home against Salem which is another kind of local rivalry game over there. Uh, I like Sam a lot. I say them a lot. I wrote about them. Um, they're going to have a gauntlet coming up. I wrote it in the column, so I don't have it in front of me, but I believe they're going to play, and not in this order, Pinkerton, Bedford, uh, Wyndham, and Goffstown all in a row. Uh, coming up at the end of the season. So Salem's going to have a gauntlet of about four straight games, which is going to define their season. But I'm very high on the Blue Devils, um, and I, I like them, obviously, to, to beat Timberland. Yeah, same here. I like Salem in that one. Yep. Uh, Manchester Central goes at Wyndham. Wyndham's kind of repairing their, uh, their their record and kind of trying to build themselves back up again. I like Wyndham to win uh, at Mount Jaguar. Is that a Friday night game? They, they could bring the lights out of Mount not Jaguar. Yeah, it's so, so, I think they do it once once a year. They bring the lights out, so that's that's probably what this one is. Yeah, gotta, gotta I, love Wyndham at Mountain Jaguar. So, I heard from uh, a source of mine that Interlakes Bonboro had lights last Friday night when they played Stevens, but the lights the lights weren't pointed at the end zone, so it's really dark in the end zone. And Interlakes Bonboro had a touchdown pass called a trap that was under <laughs> attack because it was too dark. Okay. I, sorry, I have sorry to say, for laughing, but listen. I, I have to say I hate those portable lights. Either have lights or don't. That's the, yeah. <laughs> that's what I yeah. say. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I love Wyndham on Saturday afternoon football games. Wyndham is 
one of my favorite places to go uh, cover a game, mostly because when Jen and I uh, covered the game, they brought us coffee, nachos, yeah. and a cookie shaped like a football. That's really good. Doesn't, straight to my doesn't heart. take a lot with you. That's but they doesn't yeah. take a lot. <laughs> so I like Wyndham in that one. The uh, the game that Jennifer Chipperwith and I are going to, uh, and you know when I'm. Uh, emailing the athletic director at 9 a.m. on a Monday morning to reserve a spot in the press box for Jen and I. You know it's a big one. So as we talked about, Londonderry goes at Pinkerton. I like Londonderry to win this game. I think it's going to be a tremendous game. Pinkerton can win. If I interview 130 Pinkerton Astros, please do not start yelling at me that I didn't pick you because you certainly are capable. But I like Londonderry. I think Londonderry breaks the streak. I, I think this is the year. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Lancers here, although it'll probably be tight. Londonderry... Londonderry will have to go out and win it. Pickerton's not, certainly not just going to give it to no him. Doubt. And, uh, yeah, it'll, I, I predict a, a Lancer win in that one. All right. Uh, Bo, you talk about a rare Friday night. I was told uh, by my, our good friend Bob Polish, who is assistant coach at Bo. Shout out to him. He is a huge supporter of any sports base in our whole crew. Um, he and the Bo football coaching staff uh, listen to the podcast and all that good stuff. So shout out to those guys. Bo is at home against my Guilford Belmont Golden Eagles on Friday night, a rare oh, no. Friday night game. Uh, easily go with Guilford Belmont. Alex Cheek walks in there, stands at the line of oh, scrimmage, points no. at uh, Curtis Nelson or whatever receiver he decides to throw to, and they can't stop him. It happens. Guilford Belmont goes in there and wins at bow. No. Oh, poor David. Um, that's <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the Falcons here. I, it, you yeah. are? I didn't convince you. Yeah. Mm, you, you. Listen, I'll tell you this: you gave it a hell of an effort, but I'm, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with Bo Jackson, rookie. Get ready. He'll <laughs> stick you in the backfield. All right, uh, Kingswood is at home. Kingswood won last week. They beat Hanover. Kingswood is at home against John Stark. Man, John Stark. I wrote about him. They have some really good football players. They have been Nate Tower, the quarterback, got hurt. Nico Bistuderos got hurt. They've had some just. Brutal injuries early in the season. It stinks. So I feel bad for. I do think John Stark goes on the road and beats, King, beats Kingswood. But you know, I just feel bad for. You know, I hate seeing kids get hurt and not be able to play. And uh, the Generals have just really been hit by the injuries. Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, with John Stark as well. Uh, although it's probably a little closer than than you might think. Uh, it being in Kingswood, so uh, yeah, I'll go with uh, I'll go with John Stark in this one. All right, so next game, I think this is, if you're looking at scores that people are going to be interested in this weekend, I think this is one of the biggest ones in the state. Kennett at home, undefeated, against the three-time defending champion, Plymouth Bobcats. Um, I kind of, you know, set in today's, I'm impressed with the 40-6 to win that Kennett had last week over Merrimack Valley, but they've beaten two teams before them that hadn't won a game yet this season. So I think Kennett has a lot to prove. I like Plymouth in this one. I'm just interested in seeing close game or not. Yeah, same here. Uh, I think Plymouth uh, sour taste in the mouth after the opening uh, day loss, so it's uh, they're, they're kind of on a, not a revenge tour, but uh, it, yeah, they got a little bee in their bonnet, so uh, yeah, let's see Let's let's see what the measuring stick says for Kennedy here, but I like Plymouth. Bee in their bonnet? That's right. Uh, how far back are we going with these things? Is this like Stan and Ollie? I mean, I don't know. It's, it's in a They Might Be Giants song. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Come on, man. Okay. I'm, I, that, <laughs> that kind of road I didn't want to go down. I, that, well, I blame myself. Now you're on it. Now that. we're there. Yeah. <laughs> Alvern is at home against Conval. Alvern won a huge game uh, last weekend against Southeegan when we were going to cover until it was moved to Saturday. Um, 
I'll be brief. I like Alvern. Uh, I think Alvern's getting healthier, and uh, as they do, I still think they could be the team to be at the end. So I like Alvern at home over Conval. Yeah, same. Uh, and Alvern, yeah. yeah, two close games for Alvern. Maybe they're able to get a little comfortable in this one, although Conval's a little bit improved from last year, certainly. Yeah, I, no, I like Alvern in that one. Sauhegan is at home against Sanborn. Um, and Luke Manning's been so good for Sauhegan, and uh, they lost a close one, of course, against Alvern, but. Um, Still, I think a team has shown that they're capable of getting to UNH. So I like Sauhegan. Robin Bowkett's doing a great job with that program, and uh, I like him at Sanborn. You know what I'm going to ask, right? Did you did you get an answer for me yet? I haven't talked to him. Well, I haven't <sighs> seen him. I texted with him. Texted with, actually, I've got some stats to add. The stats should be just about up to date. <laughs> if your team doesn't have all the stats, it means that I'm not getting it from the coaches. And I'm trying so hard with D4, but these guys are not really good on email. So I've got to figure out a different way to – to get the four stats. I've been trying to reach out to your Raymond Rams, and I cannot get through. Listen, so, we're, we're not about stats. We're about wins and losses, Dave, okay? Oh, it's we now, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, Why don't you send the stats, then? How about that? That's all. all, all uh, well, the most important stat is what the final score is, Dave. That's you like uh, Southeegan over Sanborn? I do, yes. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, we got uh, Pelham at home against Merrimack Valley. Merrimack Valley got bumped last week after Guilford Belmont wore them out the week before, um, which is common. Uh, Plymouth will have to watch for that this weekend. Pelham uh, at home. Hopefully our boy, our players locker room member, Matt Crowley, uh, will be back for this one. Uh, I like Pelham. Tom Babian. Uh, Babian's doing a great job over there. Uh, also, picking up the players locker room NH Sports page shirts from your friend of mine, Joel Shagden, today at Collins Sports in Rochester. So all those kids I love who are members of the players locker room are getting their shirts. Uh, very very soon. So uh, we need uh, we want more members, and uh, we certainly will get more members. But they're getting the shirts from Shag. Shag, tell the guys that I haven't seen him in a while. Where's he been? <laughs> love love Shag. Definitely going with uh, with with a Python Haley. Suffocating defense almost got the win over Milford. I love the fact that we don't mention them when BG comes up and he's the basketball coach. <laughs> I, I, I know. Just did it for did it for so long. By the way, you said Derek Crowley's name wrong. It's clearly Mr. Crowley. Oh, boy. Thank you. Somebody got up way too early. Uh, <laughs> all right, so here's the big matchup. And I previewed it a little bit in today's column. Your Raymond Rams my. against my Winnesquam Bears on Friday night. This is a terrific football game. Uh, by the way, the franchise and I are going to be at Winnesquam High School next Friday night when they host Mascoma. Not Mascoma Valley, Mascoma. We're going to be there in the press box, and we're going to cover that one, Division Four football, next Friday night. But for this one, I like my Bears. I like Phil Nichols and Gunnar Horman and the crew, uh, Garrett Mango, all those guys, Nolan Perino. I like Winnesquam, the champs, to answer the bell and go beat Raymond. I have a feeling you are not going to agree. Uh, you are correct, sir. Uh, 33 points a game, that's what my... Uh, Raymond Rams are averaging the greatest show on turf. Is that what we're calling? Are we comparing them to those Rams? Nobody's I, called them that. No. Well, l- allow me to be the first. Uh, no, that Raymond football field—that's kind of an underrated place to watch a game. It's got—it's—it's it's like right off the highway there, or not off the highway, right off the road. Old school feel to it. It's, it's a fun little place, so that should be a a yeah. good game to watch. So, uh, it, it, especially if you're into D four football, is this a possible title game preview? Maybe. Yeah, that's what I said today. Maybe this could be the best two teams right here. Absolutely. And I will go with my Raymond Rams, Dave Haley. Feel like we should, right. feel like we should be wagering on this, but You're oh. on. That's fine. I'll put a wager on that offline. No problem. All right. Uh, 
Stevens, uh, last game on Friday, Stevens at Barnes Park, which uh, Jen and I are going to in uh, mid-October to see him against Lebanon. Uh, Stevens is hosting Summersworth. I'm going to go with Paul Silva and uh, Stevens Cardinals to win that one. <laughs> Again, the schedule maker hates the Summersworth Hilltoppers. Oh, my God, yes. It's they been, never catch a break. It's been brutal. Yeah, i got to go with Stevens here, but Summersworth, this game usually ends up being good one way or the other. Somehow, even though Summersworth's got to travel for uh, approximately, they actually left on Tuesday, Dave, so they'll be arriving sometime tomorrow for the game. But uh, They battled Laconia on the road last week, Summersworth did. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it'll be closer than people might expect, but you got to go with Stevens at home in that one, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on to Saturday, I wrote about this a little bit today. Concord at home against Goffstown. Don't sleep on Concord. They are competing. They've had a brutal schedule to open the season. They opened Londonderry, Bedford, and Salem to open the season. Um, I don't follow sports, but I think those teams are good. I heard it <laughs> at the water cooler. Somebody mentioned it. Uh, and I wrote it down. I like Goffstown, but boy, Concord, do, do not, I mean, just Justin Huff knows, but the Goffstown Grizzlies better not sleep on Concord yeah. because I'm telling you, Concord can win this game. That defense is good, huh? They're legitimate. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take Goffstown, but yeah, like, uh, like I mean, probably closer to people maybe not paying attention to look at that final score and go, huh? Because that's, that's, that's kind of what I did last week when, uh, when they, held Salem, they held Salem to 20. Yeah, and it was—I it, think it was close the whole way. So yeah, I, I like Goffstown, but give Concord their props. I think it's going to be close. We, we we did the Bedford Concord game on video, and we too, Matt Corsetti, our correspondent, did the game for us. And I was worried it was going to get away, and because Bedford's been rolling people, and, and Concord hung right in there for four quarters. Like it was nineteen nothing was the final. So, uh, and remember, they got their starting quarterback hurt in the Queen City Jamboree at yeah. the top of the year. So. Um, yeah, Eric Brown does a terrific job at Concord, and uh, yeah, absolutely, I, that that should be a good game. Pembroke is going to be at home. It says location: Pembroke Football Field. Well, that, of the places that appears to be Barnes accurate. Park, <laughs> Memorial Field, Barnes Park Football Field That's right. uh, at Pembroke, uh, uh, and we won't make the ninetieth. I, I I feel like we beat the basketball joke to death, so we'll I, bring it back next week. If Matalosa can hit some jumpers. If oh, no, if uh, if if Kefani Williams can post up down, I like Hanover. That's <laughs> <laughs> you like Hanover. I don't know. Hanover hasn't won a game either. I'll go with Hanover over Pembroke at home. Uh, no, you know what? I'm taking the Pembroke Spartans. Oh, someone's got to believe, and I am that person. <laughs> Sparty up. That's what Dave Haley says. Sparty up. Uh, <laughs> Hollis Brookline is at home. We have two Wimmers on the field now, not just one. Sander and Quinton together, again, reunited, and it feels so good. He came back, the wide receiver, last week, had a good first game back after a preseason injury. Uh, Hollis Brookline plays Manchester West. Manchester West is improving. Their stats are up on the site. Um, so this is nothing against Manchester West, but I do like the Cavaliers at home in that one. Yeah, wimmer, wimmer, chicken dinner. I'll go with Hollis Brookline at home over the Blue Knights. Sorry, Manchester Boom. West. Boom. Uh, St. Thomas, this is a terrific game. St. Oh. It also feels like St. Thomas has a really good game every week, right? Yeah. Yeah. They get, well, D2 has a, has a bunch of really good games every week. I think is what it is. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, The second half of our schedule of games is pretty Division II dominant. You know, there's going to be a ton of Division II games we're going to be covering. But St. Thomas at home against Milford. Uh, Jonesy's team uh, had a really battle to stay undefeated last week. Um, I like Milford to go to Dover and win that game. I think it will be very close, though. 
Yeah, I'm going to take St. Thomas because I'm a Seacoast homer and I don't care who yep. knows it. But, yeah, one score game either way. And, and the, the Saints are at home, so that's why I'm, basically why I'm taking them because they're at home. Yeah, some really good football. Will McLean, I'm a huge fan of from St. Thomas, and uh, Gavin Erda. McLean. Uh, player of the year in Division II. Um, speaking of Joel Shagnon and Farmington, Farmington Newt will be at home against Fall Mountain on Saturday. I like Fall Mountain to go in there and beat Farmington Newt. Well, Fall Mountain's got to win, and Farmington Newt does not. Although Farmington Newt's putting some points on the board. So, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm uh, I'm going to go with Farmington Newt. How do you like them apples? They're at home, and uh, I'll go with the Tigers. All right. Godspeed to you on that pick. Um, Mascoma. Now, this is a good little trivia for you. Mascoma is at home against Newfound. Quest of the U, Justin McIsaac. Have we ever covered Mascoma in football, and who is the play-by-play commentator on that game? Well, uh, you answered half of that question. I'll say yes. It's more fun if I just set it up that way. We have covered them. <laughs> who was the play-by-play who was person? The play-by-play? I will give you $10 if you can pick who the play-by-play person was. Uh, I believe it was, and you're going to be stunned that I know this, Jennifer Chick Ruth. You're right. I owe you ten dollars. <laughs> that was her uh, her audition I'll pay tape, right? That'll come out of TJ's. I'll just cover you for ten <laughs> Um TJ's dollars was called Jennifer Chick Ruth. The first time she reached out, I said, "Okay, well, go and do a game and show me." And she said, "Well, not really. Call a concert there, but I'll go do it." And Jen Chick Ruth, we have that video out there, and Jen would be very—I know she listens to this every week—would be very angry if we somehow found it and posted it. But uh, <laughs> our our little sister, Jennifer Chuck Ruth, went out and did play-by-play of, I believe it was Newport and Mascoma, at Mascoma. Wow. She, she, go, you said go find – oh, she was living in Keene at the time. That's probably why. I was like, uh, go yeah. go find a game, and she went to Mascoma. I was going to say that's quite a ride from uh, from Northwood. But, yeah, living in Keene at the time. So I did know that somehow. I think I've seen, like, a, a brief clip from that game. So that's why I knew that. I'm going to go with, uh, with Mascoma Valley, Dave, at home in this one. That's not the name of the school. Uh, <laughs> Elliot did. Uh, Elliot bless our IT uh, our IT guy and the, the the brains behind the operation. He uh, he did Summersworth Stevens in the first season, so he's got play by play. It's pretty hilarious. Look <laughs> 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 at some of those videos. My first game ever was just. I'll never forget my daughter Allison looking at me and she's like, "Daddy, why do you keep looking at the sky while you're talking?" I'm like, "I have no idea." I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, but uh, listen, you got to start someplace. That's right. Uh, C- Campbell is at home against Laconia. Uh, they were my arch rival, the Satsums were, when I was growing up. And Glenn Costello and our good friends at Campbell, who we'll be covering in a few weeks, they will avenge me on uh, in Litchfield on Saturday, and they will beat the Laconia Satsums. And uh, Keegan Mills, I will predict, will run the football and will run very fast and very far with it. That's my prediction. Yeah, I, 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 it's hard to disagree with that. I'm going to go with Campbell and uh, yeah, best of luck, Laconia. But that's 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 not a not, not a fun place to go try and get a win. Yeah, you're getting on the train tracks for that one. Uh, Bishop Brady at home against Franklin. Bishop Brady is a, a good little football team. Uh, Patrick Frost, good little quarterback. I like uh, I like Bishop Brady to win that game. Yeah, coming off a loss to who? To my Raymond Rams. Uh, Bishop True. Brady is. Uh, oh, I thought you said the, 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 the greatest show on turf. Is that what? That's Raymond correct. Rams yes. Are? Thank thank you for acknowledging that. I appreciate it. And I will uh, I will go with with Bishop Brady as well to rebound and uh, and get a W. Hillsborough Day at Hopkinton, another team that we're planning to go out and see in the next few weeks. They're going to be uh, on the road at 
Newport, which is Marin Field at Newport. Was it Marin the one that married uh, uh, William Wallace and Braveheart? Is that it? <laughs> yes, and hopefully the field has a better ending than Marin did because it didn't end well for her, if you'll, if you'll recall. Uh... <laughs> this is why we don't rehearse. Just go, just go with it. Oh goodness! I'll go with uh, I'll I'll go with the uh, with the Red Hawks there, who are kind of clobbering teams. And and is it is, yes. is it is it possible to be a quiet juggernaut? Because that's what they've been so far. I don't know, man. I feel like I've been trying really hard to, to let everyone know that they're really good. Uh Jane Wood and Chief Van Off are boys out there. So uh, no, they're a fun team, and I'm looking forward to going out and seeing them. Two <laughs> weeks. That was their name, right, Marin? It was, it was Marin. <laughs> Dirty English. Yeah. The worst. Listen, I'm Irish. They oppressed my people, too. So, listen. Yeah. So, it's not easy to talk about. Epi Newmarket <laughs> at home against General Lakes. Oh, boy. Um, let me hold on. This is the Let's original hyphen here. bowl, by the way, before Hillsborough during Hopkinton kind of stole true. the hyphen thunder. True. Very true. Uh, I'm going to flip a coin. It came up head, so that means I go with Interlakes Molten Bro when this on the road at Epi. I don't know. I'll, I don't I'm gonna, know how I feel about that. I'm going to go with – sure, we'll go with the Lakers. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Epic Newmarket, uh, who unfortunately – they have to have a new rivalry trophy to play over because they used to play Raymond. Now Raymond's in Division Four. They used to play for the best trophy in high school football. Do you know what the name of that trophy is, Dave Haley? The Turtles? Spot the Spotted Turtle? Turtle Trophy. Now they look, wow. no longer play for it. So they need – maybe they can just create a big hyphen, and that could be the trophy for this game. Yeah, yeah. the hyphen bowl. Yeah, let me uh, go on the phone with somebody. Games, and one of them – is one of the games that I previewed on the Thursday column in Nadnock, uh, who lost at home last week. Lincoln Blodgett uh, texted me this week because he's one of my locker room kids, and I was getting info from him. He promised that the Huskies were going to bounce back. Ooh. They played Trinity in a really good game out in Swansea on uh, Saturday night, I think it is, so 630. Uh, I like, uh, in a very, very good football game, I like Nadnock. Uh, what happened is Lebanon just really spread them out. If you look at the highlights on any yeah. sports page, Lebanon just spread them out, which is smart. That's what Campbell would do when they would go to UNH against Manadnock. Uh, it's tough to go toe-to-toe with Manadnock, a little easier when you try to beat them in space. But uh, but I like Manadnock to be trendy in a very good game. Yeah, I don't think Manadnock loses twice in a row at home. So I'm going to go with the Huskies there. and No, no knock yep. on Trinity, but yeah, I'll go with the Huskies. Yeah, and last game is uh, a tremendous basketball game, but maybe not a tremendous <laughs> football game. Lebanon. At home against Kearsage, I'm going to, we're not going to make any Nick Camp and Keith Maddie jokes That's, yet. Uh, I think Lebanon gets there, you know, they're 49 nothing, 49-7, kind of, you know, take it after two very, very big wins. They beat Trinity and, and Mananak back-to-back, which is incredibly impressive. Um, and I think we'll earn them, should get them home field, uh, you know, if they can, you know, continue where, where they're at, get them at least home field as a top-two seed. But uh, I like them to beat Kersaj up on Saturday night. I, I had all teed up. I had my. Uh, I think Camper's just going to get outcoached by a returning Keith Matty joke, ready to go, and you you just shot it down. And I feel you know, I feel personally wounded by that. So I'd like you to apologize right now for saying we're not making those jokes. That's... You know, Nick Camp is a graduate of Lebanon High School. You know I, that, right? Yeah, you know, I think I did know that. And did, and is, yes. is Keith Matty not a graduate of Kersaj? Wasn't that the thing? Yeah, that could have been it. Yeah, I think it is. I'm trying yeah. to remember, it's like Freaky Friday or whatever the Disney movie was. Yeah, there you go. They yeah, just the, sw- one, <laughs> they the one with bodies. Jodie Foster, not the one with yeah with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, so. which yeah, exactly. But yeah, but I'll go. Yeah, I'll go with Lebanon there. All right, good. So, um, so yes, yeah, so we'll be out at two games on Friday night. Uh, Mac Black battle between Lendary and Pinkerton, and then the Buffalo Wild Wings viewing party battle. 
between uh, Spalding and Portsmouth Oyster River. My hope, because we like to take care of our sponsors, it's an unbelievable game. And even the losing team says, oh, we'll come to the party and watch the game. And both teams do it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a heck of a game. Uh, one score either way, and uh, hopefully Millsy's not yelling at me for picking Spalding. I don't know he will. Why? Why are you picking Spalding? And then Pat, he knows with you. He Paff, knows you well. Pafford understands. You know who's not gonna be happy is Hop. Hop's still gonna yell at me. I don't know why. No. I, don't, I don't know why you why you wouldn't pick us. That's great. <laughs> we match up well. That's, <laughs> love all those guys. That's going to be fantastic. Um, yeah. All right, UNH is taking on Duquesne, Dave Haley, and we're going to win our second in a row this week. And I say we because my checks say UNH, so that's why I say Jason Hughes. <laughs> Jason Hughes, yeah, that was a As far as Mike Murphy could tell, and, you know, who knows back in the 40s, but that may have been the first walk-off field goal for a win with triple zeros on the clock in UNH history for Jason Hughes. Jason Hughes, a former Timberlane standout at uh, in football, and he played in, played basketball as well. And Jason Hughes was one of the nicer kids we ever covered, and so couldn't be happier. Everyone knows Jason Hughes says unbelievably good things about him, yeah. so uh, happy for him too. A New Hampshire kid getting the win for UNH as a field goal kicker uh, last weekend. So and, it was terrific. And, and, and a cheap plug, he is the subject of the Get to Know the Player uh, interview in the pregame show. So if you tune in at 1230, you'll hear me talking to Jason Hughes. How about that? Have him say something nice about NH Sports page. We were there for him before he was well, famous. I taped it on Monday, so I, I can't ask that question in the past. But uh, and one more shout out: How about Trevor Knight signing in with the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers of the CFL? That's pretty cool. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. That's tremendous. Yeah, yeah, really happy for Trevor Knight. Um, still feel like redeemed for giving him Player of the Year, and I was <laughs> I was yelled at by everyone from Keene that I didn't give it to somebody else. But it feels like it, it ended up being a pretty sound pick for Player of the Year when I took him when he played for Nashville South. Well, Canada has your back. At least Winnipeg does, Dave. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, uh, appreciate you, uh, everybody listening, and uh, make sure you uh, check out all the highlights of all the games on uh, Saturday morning and uh, Monday, the top ten, as well as the uh, as well as the players' locker room roll call. That's that's how you brand that, right, Dave? All good stuff. Yeah, get all the stats for all the kids. We hope more kids will join. And yes. If you're a player's locker room member now, you're getting your shirt. It's coming. I'm going to pick it up from Joel Shackner to Colin Sports today. We got a lot of shirts here, Dave. It's a lot of players' locker room members. All right, so <laughs> we'll check back in with you next week. Thanks for listening on NHSportsPage.com.